I'm Becca. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Generally Specific Topics Between Friends. Best Friends. Well, here we are again, except we are out of the closet. We came out, and we're in the living room, and it's so comfortable. It's so comfortable, but it's probably a little echoey. But you'd think we'd have enough stuff to absorb the sound. Sorry. Yeah, sorry if it sounds worse, but also it's air-conditioned out here, so... Yeah, it's air-conditioned, and we're not breathing in all of our out air and farts in the closet. You know how I feel about that. (laughs) Not the farts, the out air. She hates it. Yep. So, we're going to do it out here. We're going to see how it goes. Let's dive right in, because I don't know if I got any feedback from last week. Did you? I do not think so. Nope, neither did I. (laughs) So, moving right along, uh, we're trying to go in chronological order, at least somewhat. Yeah. So, So what did we do last week? We did the, like, early childhood, the very first thing you start to decide for yourself once you have the, like, consciousness to understand choice, I guess? Yes, the first choices you are making. Mm -hmm. As, like, a little kid, depending on, like, your environment and your parents, and Mm -hmm. then moving on to school and authority figures, discipline, consequences, rewards. Like, to simplify that to good versus evil. Mm -hmm. Whether to go with the flow and do what you're told or to rebel and reject authority and do what you want. Yep. And then we kind of touched on like how that can go into who you hang out with, who you choose to spend your time with, which is limited as you're young and you get a little bit more freedom the older you get. Mm -hmm. I'd say high school, definitely into late high school, you usually get to choose how you spend most of your free time yeah. in some capacity. And choosing your friend groups and mm-hmm. your partners and... And your identity. And your, your whole identity. <laughs> figure it out in adolescence. In adolescence, who are you going to be? Figure it out. Yep. Yep. That's what it was like. <laughs> you remember those tests we took? The ones you hated about what you were going to be when you grew up? You're starting in like sixth grade. I don't... <laughs> don't make 12-year-olds lock down on a career path. I don't know. I kind of liked it. It was fun to see what it said. I mean, it's good to know where your abilities lie, but also people change so much. (laughs) And you're not even halfway done developing your brain at that point, so probably a little early to lock something down. Nothing's locked down in sixth grade. I'd say you start locking it down when you're 18, but then it's locked down with thousands of dollars on the line. Unless you're like me and you don't declare a major until your advisor (laughs) basically corners you and says you have to declare this year, Rebecca. (laughs) Oh, but what happens if you don't do that? What if you don't have a major? What if you don't go to college or a trade school? What do you do? What do you do? We didn't do that. We No, we went to college. We went to college. We didn't have a choice. I know I didn't. Yeah, no, it felt wholly expected of me to go to college, which, like, what privilege? Hello. Yeah, where it wasn't even, like, a choice that you had to make. It was just like, well, time to go to college. We're yeah. going to go. Which college are you going yeah. to? What are you going to study? And I was like, don't ask me specific <laughs> questions. <laughs> So that's what it was like for us. But there are many options, right? So starting, I guess, you start in middle school when you take the test and it tells you you're going to be a teacher or a fireman or a astronautical engineer or something. I just yeah. made up I made up a word. Don't I, I feel like almost none of the career results on those tests. I don't know. I don't remember anyone getting like custodial. I guess there was like army. I'm trying to think if there were career options that didn't involve higher ed stuff. Mm, I don't remember like at all. 
Yeah. So I couldn't say. I did have to take the ASVAB, the um, the military Heard test. That. Yeah. Yeah, the like four hour military test. Um, it's supposed to be for people who want to go into the military, but I was in a college transition class, and so she made us all take that, and I never got my results. Oh. She just kind of forgot about it or something. You could be a four-star general by now. Yep, but I'll never know. But, like, it's a legit test. There was math, and, like, it was hard, and I I did my best because I wanted to know what my aptitude said. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was a fun waste of time. (laughs) But in school, you usually do those sort of things to try and figure out. I guess at least get some sort of gauge. Like, I I had a bunch of ideas about, about what I wanted to be, but I know that's not how it is for everybody. Some people might have, like, literally no clue what they're good at, yeah. which blows my mind because I was constantly searching for things to try to see if I was good at them. Well, and I'm curious because it was such an expectation in both our families that we would go to college how much of whether... It has to be, like, the main determining factor, right, of deciding whether or not a kid goes to college is how much their family expects them to go to college because if you grow up being told like no that's not an option or you could you know do this other thing yeah so my parents didn't go to college technically my dad went to cosmetology school but if you look at my uh all of my applications for scholarships you will see that i put that i'm a first generation college student because they told they told me that a two-year school does not count and you know cosmetology school that's a trade school that's That's a trade school so that didn't count so technically first generation college students so my parents expected it of me wholeheartedly and my sisters went to college but they did not themselves go Hmm. so it wasn't like they could tell me what it was going to be like or it's not that they knew firsthand that but, I sh- sh- like, you know. Yeah. But while they were raising you, I'm sure they like always had the importance of it in mind and passed that on to you. Mm-hmm. My mom, I guess she felt a little trapped in her career because she didn't have a college degree. Mm-hmm. And so with a high school education you know, she got a job easily back in the, uh, sorry, mama, 60s, 70s, back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with that work experience, she could always get another job similar. So she had jobs and they were good jobs and they were what she wanted. But that was that was her job. Yeah. And I don't think it's changed much over the like 30 whatever years that she did it. Huh. Um, because once you get that experience... You know, she didn't have a degree to fall back on to get into another line of work, you know, the way we do. So I think she kind of regretted not going to college, but it wasn't an... I don't think she saw it as an option for her at all, and there was really no need for her to at the time. Yeah, you know, when she got by without it. Yeah, whenever she turned 18, she just got a job, moved out, had the time of her life, whereas (laughs) a job when you turn 18 now with a high school education is not going to cut it in a lot of places many fields they just expect the the university degree is a starting point yeah yeah that's your jumping off point unless you're going to a trade school yeah or you have some sort of trade that you have worked up to with a with a mentor with a technician with a what do you what do you call that i think a mentor a mentor if you you know studied under someone 
Yes. Or if you have spent years if working. If you were an apprentice. An apprentice, that's the word. Yes, it yes. is. If you had an apprenticeship in something, that counts. Yeah. But that definitely, you know, the way your parents view it or talk about it means a lot because yeah, teachers push for it generally. But it's your perspective of whether or not that's an option for you that mm-hmm. starts at home. Yeah. So for both of us, there was no option. It was just, yeah, you're going to do this. You're going to, you know. Yeah. When you go to college. Yeah. It was just like whenever you went from middle school to high school. And I was yeah. like, all right, it's time. Woo. Next thing. Yeah. The next thing. Oh. But what about if you have the expectation placed on you to not go to college? I've read stories on Reddit and things where, you know, I had a high school teacher tell me I'd never amount to anything and blah, 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 blah. And so I showed them and I got my PhD today. Like there are some adults Mm -hmm. in people's lives who are like, you'll never go to college or. Yeah. You would hope there's not like a ton of people working in high school or high schools <laughs> that are like in the field of shooting down dreams, but but there, there are there are and parents as well. Like I'm sure they're less than stellar parents, or maybe even just parents who don't know the system and feel like they don't have any resources to help with. Yeah, I mean, if you automatically feel like financially it's out of the picture for you, but there's so many scholarships and financial aid, and it's it's better to be poor, they'll give you more money. Yeah, so I'll just throw that in there. The reason I got my college paid for was because we were very, very poor. And I got a lot of scholarships, and, like, you know, I maintained my grades or whatever, but I would say the bulk of the money I got was grants because Mm -hmm. there was no money. And so they were expected to cover the difference between my zero EFC and the 10,000 plus... Estimated family contribution. Yes, my estimated family contribution and the like 10,000 something a year that college costs for tuition only, not everything else. Yeah. But, you know, it could be the case that you have people in your life or family members who tell you, you know... And don't even think about going to college because you're going to get pregnant or because you're going to get married or because you're yeah. going to do this or that or whatever. We need you in the family business. Yeah, we need you in the family business. And, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like we're back to like 60 years ago when you had as many kids as possible to run the farm. Uh-huh. And they're relying on your income. You are expected to contribute yeah. to this family, your family of origin. Yeah. What, for forever? Yeah, for forever. Or until... That sounds toxic. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little, but we acknowledge that this could be the situation for, you know, mm-hmm. other people. And what a shame that is to not have all the options laid in front of you. Yeah, that you could, through no fault of your own or no reflection of your talents or intellectual abilities. Or your choice, you know. Yeah. It could be dictated to you by others. It could just be wholly denied. Mm-hmm. You know what else denies someone a future? What? Teenage pregnancy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even, you know, early adulthood pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Really pregnancy of any kind? <laughs> Well, yeah, at that point, well, it depends on what you're doing with the pregnancy. But if you decide to become a parent, Mm -hmm. then you are putting your life on hold to bring a new life in. Mm -hmm. And then that life is your life. Yeah. 
your life is done and it has now been dedicated to this new life. Yeah, I am amazed that my mom got her master's. Uh, I remember her graduation. So it was like when I was very young, like four or five. And so she had me and just a couple years later, I think, went to work on her master's commuting from Waco to Denton. And that is not a common story. (laughs) Like there there are people in college with kids, but Mm -hmm. that is almost impossible without like a very supportive family or partner and, you know, the financial ability Mm -hmm. to do that. The support would have had to have been huge to do that. I think most people, once you have a kid, you are stuck to that kid in almost every way imaginable. Yeah. But that's another option. And some people do choose that. You remember however many years ago they were talking about like there were like teenage pregnancy packs going around. Oh, God. Where all the teenagers would get together and try to get pregnant at the same time or something like that. Something horrifying (sighs) like that. Yeah. Like I said, your brain doesn't fully develop till you're 25 and you might think it's a good idea. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) No. And so some people may choose that. Yeah. At 18. They'd be like, well, I graduated high school. I'm an adult now. Time to have babies. Yeah. And I will say, disclaimer, you know, not all teen pregnancies or early pregnancies are, you know, this is the end of your life and a sad story. You know, some people have done very well as young parents and maybe that was their calling. And But I doubt that anyone you would ask would say, I'm glad I did it that young. It was better. I don't know. It was better because I did it at 18. Some people, it's, you know, their family is the end-all, be-all, and that was their big goal in life was to have a family. Yeah, but I'd like to think that even if that's your one big goal, looking back, you'd be like, I should have waited like a few years just to be a little more ready, either emotionally or physically or financially financially ready. Yeah. Because at 18, you were, you know, legally an adult, but 100% a child. (laughs) Yeah. Like, almost without a doubt. 18 is so young. Is so young. So child. Oh, we're almost a decade past. (laughs) We're almost what? A decade past 18. Oh. Let's not talk about that. Anywho. (laughs) So those are your main options when you roll out of high school at 18, right? Yeah, you're starting the game of life. You're starting the game of life, and... It divides off into probably three sections. Mm-hmm. Start your career, go to college, start or start your family. family. Are we missing one? Is there another option? Um, uh, Live with your parents and make no decisions. Stagnate. Stagnate. That's the fourth decision. Go to jail. I guess that's <laughs> a form of stagnation. Uh, yeah, let's, we'll count that with stagnation. Just yeah. not making any moves. Failure forward. to thrive. Yeah, failure to launch. Like that movie yeah. with um, a red, a red, a red. Ma- Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, failure to launch style would be the other option. Yeah. And I don't know. I've probably personally known some people who've chosen that for like a while. But yeah. none of them are popping up in my head immediately. No, I know a lot of people take like a so year, take like a gap year, a gap like year. They'll travel or they'll work and mm-hmm. save money. But oh, that seems a little different than what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about like hanging out and playing video games. Hanging for out a year. and playing video games for a year until your parents kick you out or something. Hopefully, hopefully kick you out, or that's going to be who you are for a while 
Yeah. I don't know. I have known people that are wholly satisfied if they have their TV and gaming system and if they have, you know, enough money to eat and buy new video games. And I don't mean to shame video games. No, we're just thinking of very specific instances that we have dealt with where that is... I am shaming you if that's all it takes for you to be happy in life and you don't strive for anything higher. Mm -hmm. I I definitely have known a lot of very impoverished people. Like, it's a whole thing where they spend their money on the TV or the car or the video games, the the entertainment. Yeah. And that is their entire life, and that is all they hope for is to be able to have the guitar or the video game or the car. Yeah, and it's not, this is the next step I'm taking with my life. This is just, this is the next thing I can get. Yeah, this is the next thing I can get to watch more TV or play more video games or to soup up my car. Yeah. Which I know I have soothed myself with consumerism Mm -hmm. before, but I try to not let that be my only only source of pleasure. Source of pleasure, comfort in life. The only thing you strive for is purely to buy something or watch something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other option. And yeah, now that we're talking about it, I know a few people who have chosen to do that with their life. So that is an option, I guess, for some. But that is, that's one of the options, like, you can choose something different. You know, 10 years into that, you can be like, well, fuck this, I want to go to college. Whereas if you, you know, start your family, you can't be like, well, fuck you guys, I'm out. (laughs) You can, but that's generally frowned on. Yeah. So I guess whenever you start to involve other people, it always gets a little trickier. Yes. With the marriage and the kids... Your, your life is so entangled in the lives of others that mm-hmm. your choices are limited. I think everyone can guess our opinions on these things. <laughs> we are extremely biased. We are. We think we did it the right way. We think much. we did it the right way. I don't know. I'm pretty happy right about now. I am pretty happy, but as far as careers, mm-hmm. I, so I recently put in my two weeks notice at my job. Uh, so did I. Hey. <laughs> Although it's, it's a little less than two weeks. Sorry. I mean, but I feel as though I have been pigeonholed into childcare because it's like pretty much the only thing I've done. And so I would like to explore, you know, other ways to use my degree, perhaps in family advocacy or, you know, doing things as a a caseworker for different agencies or something. I want to get in an office. I want to stop taking care of kids full-time. See, I want to start taking care of kids full-time. Now is the time. (laughs) Now is the time. With all the kids out of school, if you want to, you know, get in on that nanny game, now is the time. Yes, and so I did, and I'm going to be making buku bucks (laughs) watching these kids and getting them to do their online learning. And then it will be a very new experience for me. I'm excited for it. But I'm excited (laughs) about it, and at the end of the day... It's probably just for a year, and I need the money. And I need, you know, I'm going to call this tutoring because Mm -hmm. I'm a teacher, and I'm making sure kids are doing their learning, and I'm going to help them with all their schoolwork. So I'm going to call this tutoring. So four years teaching, one year tutoring, hopefully get a master's and then become a professor or an adjunct professor. Yeah, and that seems really. like a that seems like a good resume and a good portfolio yeah. to build. 
So I'm not mad at it. (laughs) Me neither. I mean, really, we're just each going to be doing something, and then in a year, starting grad school is the plan. Mm -hmm. So we... Our lives have been laid out in front of us. Yeah. And we are doing the exact same thing at the exact same time now, (laughs) it seems. I mean, I think you're a year behind me in starting... You know, working with children in their homes. Yes. We but, like to do that. <laughs> yeah. That's how we did a lot of things. Yeah. One right after the another, one right after another, and then we're going to, like, end up doing it at the same time. Yeah. Because we really want to be in school together again. We want to live in Denton together again and mm. do the... Denton things. Yeah. College together. Ah. <laughs> It was so nice. We took one class together, and it was a blast. It was so great. I doubt we'll be able to take any classes together in grad school. There won't be any overlap in our degree plans. No, but, like, we can walk to school or something. Yeah, we can be on campus at the same time yeah, maybe, sometimes. Maybe we'll go to the library and the rec center and all yeah. that. Yeah. Together. Yes. Anyway, we're off topic. So, <laughs> careers. Yeah. So college. We're doing college and careers. We're mixing them together. We're going in and out of both of them. Yes. So I think I had a point was like, you can choose a career, start a career path, and you don't have to be locked down. I mean, maybe if you already have people dependent on you, it's harder to up and quit a job or switch careers or start something new. But uh, I just... I dislike when someone hates their job and all they do is complain about their job, which is one of the reasons I quit was I was becoming one of those people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just it's something in your life you do have the ability to change for the most part. Mm -hmm. And and I feel bad to reiterate this point, but like unless you're married with kids and you literally can't. Yeah. It takes away so many of your freedom and choices. Or, you know, we have we have privilege, we have savings, we have security. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you haven't been able to if you haven't been able to save up enough to make some sort of decision like we are, because we both have plenty of savings to just like if it took us a month or two to find a job. Yeah, because the job market is all coroned up right now. Mm hmm. But I am not scared. Nor I. Well, yeah, I, I, I already <laughs> Look for one. But there are options and there are ways to go about it. You know, I never thought I was going to get my master's, but now I'm pretty dead set on it. Just within the last year, the last 12 months, I went from not even considering it to being like, oh, yep, I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's part of the plan now. <laughs> so. I'm glad. Me too. I, I think it'll be very fun. So things change. And, and I you think. You don't have to be stuck in something. Yeah. Unless you're stuck in something and then I'm sorry. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. This is all very dependent. This is why we're calling it, you know, the game of life is it's full of choice and it's full of luck. You roll the dice and maybe you land on a spot where you can get something and maybe you land on a spot where you owe someone a lot of money. Yeah. Also, circumstances, wherever you're coming from is different than we're coming from. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's important to acknowledge. Yeah. But, you know, it. be aware of the things you can change and that you don't... Grant me the serenity to yeah. accept the things I cannot change and blah, 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 blah. Sorry, yeah. I, I'm messing up the Can Lord's Prayer. Say, <laughs> that's the, the, the addict's prayer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not the Lord's Prayer, the addict's prayer. Serenity prayer? The seren- yeah. God yeah. grant me the serenity to accept... Yeah, Maybe something like that. I don't know. It's wisdom all, to know the difference. Yeah, the wisdom to know the difference <laughs> is what we're getting at. <laughs> so, accept oh. the things you cannot change. Change the things you can. Change the things you can and 
live your best life, chase your happiness. Build your best life. Build your best life. Yeah. You can chase it, but at some point you're going to have to just buckle down and start to build it step mm-hmm. by step, dollar by dollar, hour by hour. Brick by brick. Brick by brick. <sighs> well, what else? We got careers figured out. Yeah, there's careers. College is a whole other mess. Yes. So I don't know if I would have rather, you know, done college straight through now that I'm like, and I want my master's. Like, should I have just started and then not stopped? I don't know. Because I feel like the four years of like real world experience has done me a lot of good. Yeah. I'm trying to think back to like freshman year of college or something and talking in front of groups of people was still a pretty big problem for me. Yeah. And now you did it professionally. Yeah, and I did it professionally for to oh, teenagers. <laughs> to teenagers for like a while. And you know, even my last year in college, even in my last class, trying to get up and teach a lesson to my peers in college was like hard and stressful. Mm-hmm. And now I don't think it would be. Yeah. I don't know. I remember when I was graduating college and it was it's always been my plan to go back for grad school to be a counselor. But so many people told me like you should just go straight through. If you don't, you might never do it. And which I see at the time I was like, fuck you. You're just saying I'm going to get pregnant and not go back to school, <laughs> which is a lot of what they were saying. I feel. But there is some wisdom to that. Also, I think it's easier to go straight through. But I didn't have hardly any work experience. So I'm glad I do now. Like I have something to put on my resume. Yeah. And it's nice to like can you imagine coming out of a master's and having no work experience and i remember what it was like trying to get a job with my bachelor's and you know supposedly people with masters are in higher demand but i was not in demand with my degree straight out of college yeah i had to scrape the bottom of the barrel and start there and so imagine going through college and you go go and get all this debt yeah and then what if you're not able to get a job? <laughs> what or, if you go all the way? Because I think with a master's, you're looking toward a more specialized job a lot of the time. True. What if you go through all of that and then you get into the real world work experience and you're like, oh, oh shit, I don't no. actually like this thing I spent the last six years preparing for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the, is terrifying the to more, me. <laughs> the more we talk about it, the more I'm glad that there was a, a break and yeah. a chunk. A break where we were working. <laughs> yeah, a break where I thought I was doing what I wanted to do with my life. And yeah. then getting the time to reevaluate. And then now I can maybe set it in a little more specific of a direction that I'm thinking. Hmm. And I have all that stuff on my resume. So it has not been hard for me to get a job. I've gotten like three jobs over the last three months. <laughs> um, just to, you know, see what's out there and try some stuff. Try everything. Yeah, I just... I've just been trying stuff, and so getting getting a bunch of jobs, quitting a bunch of jobs. Isn't that what our 20s are for? Yeah, and so it feels really nice to go on an interview, and by the end of the interview, they're like, all right, you're hired. So now at least that's not something I would have to worry about Yeah, going into a master's, and especially coming out of a master's, because it will only help. Yeah, and you have more of a sense of yourself and what you want. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to say we did it right. Yeah. I think so. I think I'm in a very stable place to go back. And I think that's good. 
Yeah. But what about people who get PhDs? Those crazy ass bitches. It's a pipe dream of mine, though. Is it? Dr. Mosley. <laughs> Again, it's not anything I've ever even remotely considered. Not I, even for a second have I ever been like, yeah. oh, but what if I get my daughter? Nope, not even. <laughs> it is daunting to consider, but I'm like, it would be really cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, if I had my doctorate in child psychology, I would be an expert in my field. That does sound cool, but it also sounds like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You have to write a book. Oh, do you? Yeah. Is that how doctorates work? You write your... Thesis. Is that a book? your doctoral thesis. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) See, I don't even know how it works, so... I don't know how it would work to be an art doctor. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Like, because I think for your master's, you already have to have a master's show, so doctoral... I think you have to have a thesis if you're going to be a doctor, you know, get your doctorate in art. You have to write a book to be a doctor. Yeah, I think, he, I think you just have to write a book to be a doctor. But, you know, those of you with doctorates out there, tell us. Because I have not researched because I haven't looked into it because I didn't want to do it. Maybe my uncle, Dr. Phil, is listening. <laughs> yeah, and he can be like, well, this is how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> but can you imagine those people who, like, start at 18, start college, and then go all the way through and get their doctorate? And they're our age, and they have a doctor. <laughs> and they're our age, and they have a doctor. Oh, man. Nerds. <laughs> also, the money. I guess some people really do accrue, like, so much debt for that. Oh, yeah. Or people just get it paid for. I guess, you know, there's still scholarships for graduate school, but it seems like less. Yeah, I'm like, if someone was going to pay my way through a doctorate, I would probably do it. Like, why not? <laughs> yeah. Because it's still nicer to be in school than working a nine-to-five. Yes. I like school. That's why I became a teacher, because I like school so much. Oh, the naivety, the the folly that I had. (laughs) I do miss school. I miss being a student and learning new things. I'm learning all sorts of new things all the time. I have really leaned into the... YouTube tutorial community. Oh, yeah. Like, I just watched a video on how to, like, make lace, like, with a needle and thread, you make lace. So... Are we going to have a bunch of doilies now? Yeah. Probably not. Oh. I have too too many other things lined up. I but want doilies. Too bad. Buy them from a garage sale like everyone else. <laughs> okay. Off topic. Tangent. So, that is a little bit more about, like, college. We can't really speak on the other methods of, like... Trade school, yeah. Or I don't know anything about the military, yeah, or... or anything about the military. I do have a friend who, um, he was like in the medical sector of the military, and he did that specifically so that he would get college paid for. Yeah, so, it seems really good and reasonable that military people get college paid for mm-hmm. if they have to give however many years of their life. Ooh. I don't have it in me. Yeah, he did. He he went and he did it and he hated it, but now he's, you know, wrapping up his degree. And I feel like it was a pretty good option for him. Yeah. <sighs> and especially considering he was an EMT for a while. Did you guys know that EMTs, emergency medical technicians, make $12 an hour in some places? In Texas. These, in Texas. These people who save your lives. Yeah. 
are getting paid $12 an hour. <laughs> and so I'm sure he's super hyped to be finishing his degree because, you know, saving lives isn't going to make you rich, I guess. No. No. For some reason. For some reason. So, yeah, that worked out for him. The military lifestyle is not for all of us. No. And I just think back to everyone who, like, considered it for a little bit that I knew. And us all just being like, mm, but mm, maybe not. <laughs> a few people ended up doing it, but not for me. Yeah, I don't think I would have lasted a day. I cry if anyone yells at me, so I don't think the military would have been a place I'm just for me. against it wholeheartedly. I, yeah. I would never do it. I'm also a pacifist and just anti-war. So, <laughs> so it's that's a no-go. Really, yeah, not compatible with the military. But that's still a decision that is pushed heavily in schools. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they recruit you. They recruit you. You have ROTC, JROTC. Yeah. Um, I'd say in Texas high schools, it's a big deal, and they try and highlight it a lot. Oh, yeah. That's something that you should all consider. Honor. Honor. What Valor. Is what is, yeah, what's that commercial? Is that what it is? I mean, there's a lot of, we're uh, army strong. Uh, okay. Yeah, all or, the slogans and. Yeah. To be a Marie. <laughs> Propaganda. All yeah. of that floating around. <laughs> so <laughs> that's another option that you have to consider when you're going into your life. Yeah. I feel like, is this wrong to say, but that's kind of like putting your life on hold. It is. Because it's, it's a job. But it's also being like, well, if you're doing it to pay for college, then it's like, I'll go to college in two years, four years, whatever. Yeah. So you're putting your stuff on hold for a while to do yeah. that. I feel like. And then you're starting college in your 20s. Mm-hmm, but there are people who make careers out of the military. Yes. So that is a thing that, that you could choose to do. Put that yeah. on the board game as you could do a career, you could do a trade school, or you could do kids and marriage, or you could do nothing, or you could do military, or you could do military, military temporary. Career. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're coming up with a lot of options that I never even actually considered. Yeah. I like my option best. <laughs> but where's the option to, like, buy an RV <laughs> and travel around the country? You still have to have an income to yeah. do that. Yeah. I was going to use a lot of gas. <laughs> That's, I don't know. You hear about these people who like backpack across Europe, and I'm like, with whose money are you doing that? I mean, it's the rich people that are yeah, okay. is with their parents' money. Yeah. So while technically not stagnating, you're not taking care of yourself. So I'm gonna count it as stagnating because <laughs> I'm, I'm just like a yeah, maybe just a postponed responsibility. Mm-hmm. An extra year of childhood fun. Yeah. I'm not judging, but I am jealous. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go to Costa Rica, but you paid for it. Yeah. I mean, that was part of school. Yeah. So. Oh, study abroads. I missed out. Yeah. Boy, I guess I could get a chance to do it again. Yeah, they do that in grad school, too. <laughs> Oh, so there's so many options, so many things to consider. And with a 18-year-old child brain... Yeah, how do you contemplate these big life choices? Yeah. And I'm thinking back to, like, as an 18-year-old trying to describe your plan to other people. Yeah. (laughs) How stupid you must sound. Oh, I hated that. I hated any time someone asked me, like, what my plan was when I was graduating. Because, like, I knew I was going to college, and that was it. 
yeah, for the whole beginning part of senior year, I was like, I'm going to go to college. I don't know where. I haven't even looked at them yet. Yeah. It took a long time. And it wasn't even like my research or my decision. I had a friend who showed me the college she was going to. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to go to that one. And can you believe like the biggest decision of my life? I mean, and then you showed me and I went there. Yeah, it was just a chain of, oh, you like this one? Let's go yeah. here. Like, that was but, luck. And luckily, you know, in going to UNT, because I followed you there, I discovered play therapy. Didn't know that was a thing. And UNT just happens to be, like, one of the number one play therapy schools. And thank goodness you didn't follow your then boyfriend to his school. I wasn't even going to follow him to his school. He was going to go to UT and I was going to go to Austin Community College because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Aww. Oh. So, there is some luck in there. Like we said, you got choices to make, but it's also luck of the draw, luck of how much money your family has or... Who are you following into college? Who are you following into college or following not into college? Or did you get pregnant? Or did you end up getting married because you were so in love? Do you feel pigeonholed? Pigeonholed, yeah. Some people do. It's a bummer. Yeah. Well, so tell us about your choices. And we'll tell you if you did it right. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) There are many, many options... And we can't say there's a right way or a wrong way to do life. We are each on our own path. Mm -hmm. And, you know... They intersect randomly. Yes. Loop-de-loops and bridges and, you know, paydays and taxes. Yeah. Are you doing your best on your own path? Are you seeking your happiness? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're making progress? Yes. Toward whatever is your goal. Mm Mm-hmm. World domination. World domination. Are you making progress on that? <laughs> I think we are. We've got a podcast. <laughs> so we're first the podcast, then a commune. Oh yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> I guess that could be a whole other um, general topic. We'll see. Yeah. Oh wow, that was a big long chunk of choices to be made. The first one seems so, you know, deep and meaningful, and then all of a sudden it's like. Wham, bam, your life. It's laid out in front of you. Yeah. It's kind of scary to think about. It gets so complicated, but also, like, some of these decisions are so cut and dry. Mm -hmm. But then you can always change, hopefully. Maybe not always. You can generally change. Generally. Generally. Specifically, generally. (laughs) Topically. (laughs) (laughs) I... It almost gives me anxiety to think about it, but I didn't feel anxious about it at the time. No? No. Oh. I knew what I was doing. I was so anxious about all of it. No, you I, guys. I think it was more like you were prepared for college and I wasn't. Yeah. Which is our recurring But theme. can you imagine, so you knew college, but can you imagine not even being at that step? Yeah. And having to decide like, well, should I get married? Should I start having kids? Should I be a stay-at-home wife? Should I go to college? Should I go into the military? Should I go into the military for a little bit? Should I try and learn a trade so that I'm not spending all my money on college? <laughs> should I just hop right into a career and try and work my way up through the ladder? Get in there early. Too many <laughs> options. Maybe it's good that, like, college wasn't optional for us. Like, yeah, that's we didn't of- have to figure that out. We yeah. just had to, like, figure out, okay, we're going. Where are we going? What are we studying? That's true. I feel like a lot of people see college as, like, a you know, that's when you learn who you are and you try new things and you meet new people. So, yeah. College or just early adulthood yeah. is when you're figuring out a lot of that. 
college is a safe space to do it in, though. It's, yeah. you know, half responsibility. It's a safe, expensive place to do it in. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's expensive, but, you know, safety net of the familiar, mm-hmm. safety net of having the loans, being able to take out loans. You can't pull out a $20,000 loan as an 18-year-old any other way except a student loan. Yeah, I guess. Like, if you were, like, if your parents kicked you out and you had no money, would you be able to get money to rent an apartment? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to get a job. I don't think you could get a loan. No. But you can just get a loan and go to college whether or not you're good at it. True. (laughs) They will lend you money. They will want it back. Eventually, yeah. Plus interest. Oh, anywho. So... I guess we're going to have to delve into the last sort of choices in our next episode. Yeah. Uh, that's probably going to be... <laughs> what are those? That would be financial planning, health planning, maybe more family planning and marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's why a lot of people get married is like, who am I going to live with till I die? Mm-hmm. So next episode. Next episode, we'll cover those more specific topics dependent on what path you have chosen out of high school. Yes. One of the many. And yes, do let us know if you have thoughts about that or thoughts on this episode. Mm -hmm. If you had a different life path than we did, which we know some of y'all did. If we forgot a big one, which probably there's plenty. We didn't consider it, so this is the first time I'm actually sitting down and being like, well, I could have gone into the military. (laughs) (laughs) So let us know. Yeah. Let us know at gstbfbf at gmail.com or on Instagram at gstbfpod. Well, that was it. That was part two of the game of life. But real life. And thank you for joining us on Generally Specific Topics Between Friends. Best friends. Bye.